You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is finally Friday, July 30th, 2021, as we are about to wrap up week one of Patriots 2021 training camp at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and very much appreciated. So share that feedback. Send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there giving the weekend nod and saying how you doing to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Patriots fans, your New England Patriots have now taken the field and are almost through week one of 2021 training camp and a ton of storylines to talk about. Cam Newton and Mac Jones continue to look sharp in their quest to be the starting quarterback for your New England Patriots this season. When it comes to the wideouts, Nelson Aguilar has stood above the rest. Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, all making significant contributions to the offense. On the defensive side of the ball, the D-line has been stepping up big. Matt Judon not just making a contribution of the linebacking core, but also chipping in on special teams. Folks, the mantra of the New England Patriots is do your job, and each and every guy out there on the field is doing their job. For complete comprehensive coverage on all three days thus far of training camp, please check out my work for Sports Illustrated Patriot Maven at Patriot Maven SI on Twitter. You'll find my camp observations alongside some interesting stories on players that we the media have had a chance to meet this week. But comprehensive camp coverage is no stranger to Locked On Patriots, and this weekend in a special Sunday episode of the pod, your questions, comments, and feedback will take center stage. That's right, we're bringing back the mailbag. Not midweek this time, folks. The weekend mailbag. So keep a sharp eye on the Locked On Patriots account so that way you can send in your camp questions to have them answered right here on Sunday afternoon's episode of Locked On Patriots. But today, for your weekend listening pleasure, we have a special treat for you in the form of the great and powerful wizard of Benzon himself. That's right, folks. The Pat's Cap is back to close out the week in style. My man Miguel is here today as we talk about what a potential deal for Stefan Gilmore might look like, how the Patriots might go ahead and put together a 53-man roster, financial implications, folks, and also, last but not least, in a segment that is unique to Locked On Patriots, Miguel will set the record straight and debunk all those various cap myths floating around out there. Folks, he is the best at what he does. The Pat's Cap Top Gun is in the house, and without further ado, I will shortly welcome in my good friend Miguel Benzon for a Foxborough Finance Friday training camp edition when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, Built Bar, the most delicious, healthy protein bar you've ever tried, has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. 
And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I have, folks, believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of you out there, they are passionate about their favorites. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But the best part of Built Bar is not even just the delicious flavors they provide. It's the fact that in addition to them being delicious, they're also one of the most healthy treats available today. Each Built Bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. Flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, love that name, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and so much more. When you want a treat that's not only pleasing to your palate, but also great for your health, don't delay, do it today. Make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Patriots fans, we are almost through one week of training camp in Foxborough, Massachusetts. And even though quarterback battles and positional battles are the hot topics of conversation, the finances of your New England Patriots continue to be top of mind in and around Foxborough. And when it comes to the bottom line, we need the definitive word on anything and everything related to the Patriots salary cap. That's right, folks. It's Friday and we're welcoming him in today. We seek the wisdom and counsel of the great and powerful Wizard of Benzon. You know him as the Pats Cap. He is my good friend, Miguel Benzon, and it is my honor to bring his wisdom and counsel back to the podcast today. Welcome back to Locked On Patriots, Miguel, and thank you for joining me. Oh, it's always a pleasure. I just, I swear, I love, I, I think I joined the show just to hear the introduction. <laughs> 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 I oh love it. God. I love it. And you know what? Oh. I, and, and I love it. And I didn't want to laugh over your laugh because your, your laugh is much better than mine, I assure you. And uh, <laughs> no, it, it always comes from the heart, my friend. It always comes from the soul. Whenever you're on, uh, the, the, the lights are brighter here on the Lockdown Patriot Studios. And I always appreciate you coming on. It's, I was, it's an honor to talk ball with you. It's an honor to talk Patriots finances with you. But it's an honor to call you a friend. And that's really the most important thing that I can think of. And uh Miguel, we always have a lot to talk about when you join us here yeah. on the show because finances are a hot topic in New England. And as we speak, according to your calculations, of course, mm-hmm. the Patriots having $13,112,279 in available cap space. And yes. even though the Patriots continue to be excited about performances in camp, quarterback battles, whatnot, Foxborough Finance, again, still very much top of mind here. So... If we're being honest, I wouldn't be doing my job unless I led off with a question around the most prominent financial concern on Pat's fans' minds right now, and that's Stefan Gilmore's contract. Stefan mm-hmm. right now on physically unable to perform. We haven't seen him on the field yet. We are recording this on Thursday night, folks, so it's very possible we might see Stefan walk onto the field on Friday. I don't think it's likely, but it's possible, so bear with us. Right now, at the time we're recording Stefan Gilmore has not seen action on the field yet. He is still on pop. So we know that the contract situation is a hot topic. It's been widely reported that the reason that he was not at mandatory minicamp was because of the contract. Right now, the Patriots and Stefan Gilmore would like to work something out. I think 
that's obvious. Both sides want some resolution to this matter. And it seems like the best way to do it is for Stefan to agree and the Patriots to agree to either a contract extension or at the very least a bump in pay. Miguel, you follow the situation as closely, if not closer than anyone I know. What is the most likely scenario? What impact will it have on the Patriots' salary cap this year and potentially into the next about a potential deal for Stefan Gilmore? All right. I, I just want to just step back a bit, a bit and just talk about why Stefan Gilmore wants more money. All right. He's widely considered one of the top 10 in the top 10. People say top five, top three cornerbacks in the league. All right. Mm-hmm. When people say he should just honor his contract. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the person who says the players should maximize their deal. He signed a five-year deal with the Patriots. Since then, folks, how many times the Patriots have signed a player to a five-year deal? Zero. Mm. It appears to me that the Patriots have switched their modus operandi. All right? They've gone away from longer deals to shorter deals. Everyone they signed this year, and they signed over 25 free agents this year, was signed to a four-year deal or shorter. So if you're going to say Gilmore should honor his deal and, and honor, he should honor a deal that the Patriots are no longer giving out, that's not logical to me. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay? And then that's one thing. The other thing, let's talk about how much he – let's just say, well, he got a pay raise last year. That's why his, his salary is so much lower this year. So I went up and I looked up, and I added the compensation for 2020 – 2021 for these cornerbacks Jalen Ramsey, Marlon Humphrey, Byron Jones, Todarius White, James Bradbury, Darius Lay, William Jackson, Jeff Okada, Marcus Peters, Xavier Howard, Adobe Jackson, Shaquille Griffin, Mark Trey Waynes, Marshawn Lattimore, Denzel Ward, JC Jackson, and Jair Alexander. All right, where do you think he comes in that in, in that in those? Out of the 2021, 2020, 20, he comes in like 10th, all right? 10th, mm-hmm. no, excuse me, 11th, excuse me, 11th out of those players, 11th out of those players. So he's behind Jalen Ramsey, Marlon, Marlon Humphrey, Byron Jones, and he's, not, not, but he's at $22 million. Jalen Ramsey, over 2020, 2021, is going to get $43 million. Darius Slay, all right? Who's about a couple of years younger than Stefan Gilmore? He's probably the closest one out of these list out of these listed players who in his age. All right, is going to make twenty-six million dollars. Xavier Howard, who didn't play that much in two thousand nineteen, is going to get twenty-four million. He's complaining about his deal. He's going to get twenty-four million dollars in, in two thousand right now, scheduled two thousand twenty, two thousand one. Stefan Gilmore's eleventh. If you're going to tell me, folks, that he's the eleventh best cornerback in the league right now well i just not you should need wear my glasses you need to wear <laughs> better you should get a better subscription all right all right so that's where we're at right there and i just wanted to say that because i like to go on the mike's podcast and say something i know something no one said before and you're probably learning this and i'm not going to repeat this on twitter all right so this, i want to share something this is one of those things i like to have this podcast only tidbits all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, the, so then let's go back there. And then, like, uh, uh, 
Ben Volan says the you know wrote an article saying the Patriots should do something with with Stephon Gilmore. I happen to agree that they should do something with Stephon Gilmore, but Ben says you should do it with incentives. Ben does not say how difficult it did not mention how difficult it is to give a defensive player incentives that are likely to be earned. Mm-hmm. All right, because these are the things you can do. These are the very limited. For if you're on offense, you have a ton of way stats that you can get an individual incentives. For a defensive player, there's interceptions, interception yards, TDs on interception returns, opponents fumble recoveries, opponents fumble return yards, TDs on fumble returns, and sacks. That's it for defensive players. So your quarterback, you have all those categories. Wide receiver, you got some categories about catching, receiving, blah, 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 all those. For defensive player, that's it. All right? And you don't, and like, for example, you don't even get credit for forcing a fumble. You get more credit for, for covering a fumble. To me, it's a better skill to force a fumble than it is it's, it's luck to recover the fumble. All right? Mm. But that's the way the CBA is. All right? Um, so... If I was the managing the Patriots, right, and God, I'm glad I'm, I'm not, I'm not because a lot of pressure. There'll be a lot of pressure to keep on the six year, <laughs> six. <laughs> but you know, I would try to extend them, like they did with, and match how to match the deal that Darius Slay got. All right, you could give them like they could the Patriots give Dar- Stephon Gilmore the same amount of money that Darius Slay got in his first year's contract. And lower his con- his cap number by three million dollars. Sure, you would have some dead money in 2023, but by that time the cap is going to go up. Yeah. All right. So I'm saying you can, we can reach the deal. I'm going to just give you some. I let me just bring it up in front of me, Mike. So I'm talking about a cap number right now. So it would be cap number would be 13.9 million dollars this year, 16.8 million dollars in 2022. And then nineteen million dollars in two thousand twenty-three, all right. But in t- but the dead money, if it's, if he doesn't pl- play well to the, it's just four point three million dollars, all right. Mm-hmm. If you so you lowered his salary to to the minimum, which is one point oh seven five million dollars. You give him a bonus, he would get fourteen point oh five million dollars, which is the same amount of money that Darius Slade got in his first mm-hmm. year of the deal. All right, he would get more money in the second year of the deal than Darius Slay got. In the third year of the deal, he would get a little bit less than Darius Slay got, but but it's in the third year. He's also older. All right, see, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of compromise. Um, so that's what I would think they do. This idea that the people keep on saying on radio and in the articles, just give them incentives. I really wish, and I see like they really wish they talk about what incentives should, should, are you going to give them. All right, because they could say, I wish to say, give him playing time incentives and start off at 10% because he played in 62% of, the, of his snaps last, last year, so therefore it would be likely to be earned. All right? Or something like, you know, so that, but don't say give him incentives and it's like easy to, easy to give him easy to earn incentives when that really isn't easy for him because he's a cornerback. So it's going to be difficult for if he plays well, what quarterback, what quarterback excuse me, is going to throw the ball near him so he's not going to get the chance for in- interceptions, all right? And with the, the much money as the Patriots have p- put on the front seven this year, 
how many sacks is he going to really get? I mean, it's like, you know, and mm-hmm. you can't and you can't depend on fumble recoveries. You can't depend on he doesn't have the speed to, let's say, even if he intercepted a ball, if recover a ball, does he have the speed to break away for 80 yards and return for a touchdown? You know, so that cracks me. It frustrates me and cracks me. It frustrates me as a cap nerd that to read or just give him incentives. It infuriates me as a fan that a beat writer wouldn't take the time to go out and to say add a little bit more context to their article and say, hey, this is what he can. These are essentials he can do, and they keep on referring to what happened to Brady and Gronk. All right, they don't mention that Brady didn't earn any of his five million dollars in centers. Mm-hmm. That he had, you know, saying that's like okay, that Gilmore had a two million dollar incentive last year, didn't earn it. So and then and then Gronk earned one time earned a five point five million dollar incentive because he was an all pro. All right, but he's an all pro at a position that has one player. You get you, you all you got to do is to be the best at that position. All right, the tight ends. How many really great tight ends are you going to say in this league? So he had to. He was really competing against very few people to get the All Pro. If he just did Gronk, he was going to most likely be the All Pro. Gilmore could have a really good year. All right, but there's so many cornerbacks. Two, each team starts at least two, maybe three. All right. So this he's going against sixty four people, sixty three people, while Gronko's going against thirty one. All right? right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if as much as this, this team got much, this team, this defense, this, this defense got better. So how likely is that he will get the All Pro on this team? All right, I right. don't think so. You know what I'm so that's that kind of frustrates me. I think. Um, I think they're going to do something, Mike. I just think, I don't know when, but I think when you you see him on the field, that's an indication they've done something. So, <laughs> I think like he's holding in. He's not holding out. He's holding in. <laughs> no, you know, I, I know a lot of, there was a lot of sentiment out there. And look, bottom line, when it comes to Puff, there has to be a medical reason. And we know that Stephon yeah. suffered the torn quad. You know, right. I laid the seat down, you know, just before, uh, you know, you, uh, you started to answer the question. And absolutely, I mean, there's always that speculation out there. But the timing is very suspect. And you know that there is something that the Patriots and Stefan are both working on. And hopefully both sides will come to that agreement. I agree with you. I do think that when you see him out on the field, that's an indication that something happened folks one way or another uh this matter will get resolved how quickly in camp it will get resolved is still anyone's guess but we continue to watch and uh i will continue to watch each and every day as that shoot opens in foxborough and we step with the sharp eye thank you very much hey that's my line no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) i said you're gonna watch with the sharp eye all right not bad absolutely yeah (laughs) because i'm watching with four Uh, folks, it's a, it's a flush the format Friday here on Lockdown Patriots, but, uh, no, all kidding aside, but, uh, always, always great stuff. And thank you for enlightening us on the Stefan Gilmore situation because it can be precarious at times. And I know a lot of Patriots fans are concerned about it. And I think you've lent some wisdom and counsel and maybe a little light on the situation. So hopefully we'll continue 
to move in that direction. But uh, I did bring you on for another reason today, but okay. don't worry, folks. We are going to get to setting the record straight. Miguel is ready to go in that department, I guarantee you. However, there is a matter of 53-man roster predictions, which, which uh, Miguel, I know you love. I know you love to do them on your own. We were talking about this before we actually started to record, about how Miguel loves doing these 53-man predictions. Now, all kidding aside, folks, he really just does not like it. So I took one for the team. I fell on the sword. Uh, about a you. month ago today uh, for SI Patriot Maven, I did a 53-man roster prediction. And for all of the questions about how putting together this 53-man roster is going to work and what the salary cap looks like, uh, Miguel used mine as a template uh, in mm -hmm. terms of what this might mean. So have at it, my friend. Let us know what goes into the creation of a 53-man roster, practice squad, whatever, any type of financial tidbits that you'd like to let our listeners know. Uh, so when the time does come in late August, early September, and that cutdown has to happen, they get an idea of what the Patriots are going through financially. Okay, so... Mike had uh, said to Miguel, asked me, he's like, let's let's talk about a little preview. Let's do a financial preview of the of the, of the upcoming season. I said, let's, what's the best way for me to do it? Would be to have something online for like a 53 man roster. I personally, Mike's kidding around because I told him I don't like doing them because I never get them right. Okay, so <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so so I asked Mike, give me your latest 53 man roster. So so I go online, I do it. I copy it down, like, and I keep it, keep this 53-man roster. I think the only change we did is we put um, Stidham on PUP instead of being on the 53-man roster, right. right? Okay, so we got to – I this I think this team is, is playoff bound, all right, as it is right now, all right. So check out tomorrow morning. I'm gonna send out the I'm gonna tweet out retweet, retweet the link to his 53-man roster. I think this team is, is this team. If it stays healthy and it's the 53, is Mike's 53, that team I think is playoff bound. All right. So what goes into a 53-man roster? All right. So right now I'm only counting the salaries of 51 players. All right. Okay. So now I got to account for the salaries of 53 players who are on the active roster, and I also got to account for the salary of Jared Stenham, who's on PUP. I got to count that on the salary for Cameron McGrone. What I put on on NFI, all right. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that he's going to get the split salary, so he's he's not going to get the what what rookies make six hundred sixty thousand dollars. He's going to get a little bit less than that, all right. He's mm -hmm. in the four hundred thousand dollar range, all right. So then I go down, so I get some, you know, so we get cut some players. So we we cut Sony Michelle, we cut Joan Williams, we cut Brandon King, all right. So I get some dead money for those guys, but I also free up. But since we're not paying the salary, that frees up cap space. All right. And then you, and then you asked you to put on the 16-man practice squad. All right. So we got Jake on there. We got Quinn Norton on there. We got Trey Nixon. All right. Those that 16-man practice squad squad cost close to three million dollars, Mike. Mm -hmm. Because it's 16. All right. It, after all that. I come up with have after, after use your 53. I come up with the Patriots having about 10.4 million dollars in cap space, which is just for them is right around the sweet sweet spot, which is, should be last. That should if they take relatively healthy, Mike. If they have it like you know if they're, not, if they're not putting, I know this year you can come back on the IR after three after three weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But if, but if you, if a team has a lot of players on IR, that takes up cap space. All right? And don't forget, each, each week, under the new CBA, you can elevate two practice squad, squad players to the 53-man roster. So they get a bump. Well, every time you do that, those guys get a bump in pay. All right. Wow. So they yep. they go yeah. So they're going from making <laughs> ninety two hundred dollars a week. So they want to get promoted. All right. Right. To making thirty eight thousand dollars a week. So they make they, they quadruple more than quadruple their pay by going from the practice squad to going to fifty three man roster. Wow. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, so those guys want to get elevated, but that takes up space, right? And for the Patriots, they have what well, we we've talked about this many times on the show. What um, they have active roster bonuses. They got several players, close to over thirty. But after the cuts, got over thirty players who have active roster bonuses. And if you're a player who d- didn't play in all sixteen games last year. Right, like for example, and then, and then you play one more game. You're active for one more game than you were last year. That actor roster hits a cap the fall, on Tuesday. All right, it's actually the same day, but I it's on on the NFL PA public salary cap page. You can usually see it hit on Tuesday. All right, mm-hmm. so the Patriots could lose up to five million dollars in cap space because if they have every player play every be active for every game, not to play in the game, they just have to be active for the game. All right, because and I'll say this: Week 17, there was no Week 17 last year, no Game 17 last year. All right, so everybody who has an active roster bonus, that Game 17 is considered not likely to be earned. All right, so that's on. So that game, the Patriots are gonna lose a ton of cap space after if the, everybody's playing. They, they can lose. I I don't have. I didn't subtract out the players we cut but right now I'm on my spreadsheet I have that week 17 liability being over $913,000 that's just a crazy amount all right wow. they literally, yeah so like we cut we cut like you Brandon King like so Brandon King <laughs> didn't play any games last year all right, right. He wasn't active any game but if he was active he didn't make our roster right but if he was active, the Patriots would lose $17,647 each game he's active. So that's game week one. The Patriots could start losing cap space because of the active roster bonuses. All right? Yeah, so then you, 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 got, you got players like Trent Brown, who, who's got, who's got, who we got liability for. You got players like, for, for example, Stephon Gilmore, Cam Newton, Hunter Henry, Matthew Judon, Lawrence Guy. Matt Lacoste, David Andrews, all those guys can earn not likely to burn actor roster bonus. I got I got Gante Hightower, all right. Okay, he you know say uh, my man our man Murph, favorite guy Brandon Bolden. Okay, yep. okay. So those guys all have actor roster bonuses. We're talking a, a lot of players who can earn actor roster bonuses. So you you have to have that for the Patriots. You have to have that cushion. Some a follower might ask me if the, how much cap space each team would need to operate during the season. It really for the it really the matters for you have to learn the structure of each team. 
for a team for the Patriots who use active roster bonuses, and they need more cap space than some teams who don't use any active roster bonuses. Right. Right. Um, so, I think right now, as long as, knock on wood, as long as they stay relatively healthy, they have enough cap space to operate the rest of the season. All right. And remember, right. my number, that ten million dollar number, is with not changing Stefan Gilmore's number. Okay. Oh wow. He, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so if he got an extension, if he extend him and lowers cap space, one Patriots have even more cap space. Right. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And operating costs is always, always important. So it's good to know. Thank you. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, and it cracks me up that the. Okay, we'll we'll just move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to jump the gun a little bit, folks, because I got a feeling that that may be a primer for our next segment. And you know it, you love it, and we can't wait for it. But so far, this is why Miguel is on that very short list of being the best of the best in all things salary cap. He's not just a guru when it comes to the Patriots. Other teams, other fans, other media members of other teams reach out to him for wisdom and counsel. And we're so lucky to have him here on Locked On Patriots as a regular to come on and to lend the wisdom and counsel the way only he can. I call him the Pats Cap Top Gun because he is the best of the best. And next... Here on Locked On Patriots, in a segment that is unique to this podcast, sorry, Claire, uh, Miguel will address <laughs> some of those cat myths that are floating around out there, and he sets the record straight. Do not miss this next on the Locked On Patriots podcast. Locked On listeners, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, all of your UFC MMA action, and, of course, the NFL with the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust. Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Before the start of your next favorite sporting event, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Head over to the website at betonline.ag and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Folks, Miguel Benzon, the Pats cap himself, joins me here on the Locked On Patriots podcast, closing the week in style. Insight you can only find here, folks. And Miguel, in the previous segment, we talked a little bit, or I should say you enlightened us a little bit on the Stephon Gilmore situation and how that might shake out. Uh, You took my 53-man roster and really used it as a way to explain just how the Patriots go about utilizing their their optimal um, operating costs and what it's going to mean for the upcoming season. And right now, if my roster is any indication, varying here or there, the Patriots will have more than enough to be able to operate throughout the season Mm -hmm. and they'll be fine. But because you've broken down exactly what this means for the Pats and you're the best that there is at doing that. One of my favorite parts at having you join me here on the pod, my friend is your ability to identify some of those other cap reports out there that maybe are not so good at doing what you just did in the previous segment, basically setting the record straight, but 
<laughs> in okay. your infinite wisdom, you take those reports, quote unquote, whether they be good, bad, quote or indifferent, unquote. and yep. you either confirm or debunk them. So without further ado, folks, Miguel, take us home in the week in style. Set the record straight when it comes to the Patriots salary cap and their financial future in 2021. All right, folks, if you listen to this podcast, you probably didn't follow me on Twitter, all right? So you probably saw my tweet from a couple of weeks ago where I basically said that my wife is no longer going to watch a TV show with me, a football show, because I drive her crazy, because every time there's a salary cap mistake, I'm just throwing up my hands in the air, all right? (laughs) (laughs) So basically, we're watching the show. And basically, they keep on talking about how much money the Patriots have spent this year, how how the Patriots had spent 175 million dollars, guaranteed this money. So therefore, that might prevent them from doing anything with Stephon Gilmore. And I was making faces at the TV because I kept on repeating it, and I'm yelling it out. You got the numbers wrong. But, like, as my wife pointed out, they couldn't hear me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, so only folks, you, yeah, if only they could. Right? So, folks, I was just, let me just set the record straight on this part, on the guaranteed money, and how it doesn't, how much money the Patriots have spent this year in the offseason should not, should not, will not affect their ability to re-sign or extend Stephon Gilmore. All right? Yes, it's $175 million, right? But it's not a signing bonus, right? Some of that was 2020, some of that guarantee money was 2021 salary, right? And on a new CBA, the player's going to get that, this salary over the next 36 weeks. So that the owners were able to convince the players to spread out their Yearly salary over 36 weeks. That helps them in cash flow. Some of that, 70, that $175 million is 2022 guaranteed salary. Mr. Kraft didn't have to, push, has, didn't have to put that money away. Because of the mm-hmm. new CBA, all right, you, you don't have to, you have to. On the old CBA, you had to escrow all but $2 million of guaranteed money to a player, right? They increased that limit to $15 million in the new CBA because the players were sick and tired of, of, of the owners saying, I can't give you the money, be, a fully guaranteed salary for the next couple of years because I would have to escrow it all, right? So the owners, so the, they increased that, the, how much the cushion was, the limit. $15 million free. That, it didn't highly affect any players on the, affect only a couple of players. So in it, so Bob Kraft, by having guaranteed salary in 2022, and he only has a couple of players with guaranteed salary in 20, 2023, right? That $175 million, some of it is, he doesn't have to pay out for 2022. All right? That's the salary, but, and he has to, once again, it's 36 weeks. All right? In 2022. And what, the, what they didn't say on TV is that, and this is like an, a podcast-only thing. I think I said this on, on Twitter before, all right? I definitely have said this on Twitter before. Like, for most of the time, when Patriots give out a signing bonus, all right, they pay it out in installments. Right. 
<laughs> All right. So for for so let's take a guy who got a big 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 signing bonus, Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. So he got some money within two weeks of the signing. Get some money. He's gonna get some money on August thirty first, and then the rest on in March of two thousand twenty two. Right. All right. So all that money we will spend for, as fans, and cons- so Robert Kraft probably had 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 to put up the money in in March for the, some money in signing bonus in, in March. Right. He's gonna put. He's gonna give. He's gonna have some concessions to help pay the you know the early games of September and October and all the stuff that we buy in preseason. Every time they we buy stuff in the apparel, he's gonna all in, during this from March to. to October, all those guys, all these guys who got signing bonus in, in late October, us fans going to help cover that by all our spending between March and, and October. Us fans going to help cover the, help cover this, and the guys who and the people who are sending in their season ticket renewals. All right, going to help cover the signing bonuses they're going to give out in in March of 2022. So, mm-hmm. the, and so, he, the, so all together. Bobcraft in cash, right? Is not that it's not 175. It's about 95 million dollars, right? So if you're saying that 175 million dollars is going to prevent the Patriots from extending Stephon Gilmore, then for your argument to be true, when the actual fact number is 95, right? You have to say to your, the people listening and the readers. That ninety-five million dollars in spending is going to prevent them from s- s- signing Stefan Gilman, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm just sorry. <laughs> Literally, he just he spent all this money, and he's and he's building this expend, building this new scoreboard. All right, Robert, the Patriots are worth billions and billions of dollars, <laughs> and you tell me that he can't afford it. The, the, he's, he's his cash, but his wallet is tied up now. I, I mean, that drove me crazy. That's why I tweeted it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, I saw that scoreboard walking in this morning. It's impressive. It really is. It's a good-sized yeah, scoreboard. So, yeah, so, yeah, I, 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 I can see it. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. Yep. Yeah, so that's millions, right? You, it doesn't cost, you, you think it costs millions? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had to yeah. cost millions. The way you guys, the media, are talking about how big it is and how impressive it is, I don't think that they got that for less than a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised it didn't cost them several million dollars. All right? That's one thing I wanted to get off my chest because it, my, um, <laughs> it just cracked me up because it's kind of funny because, like, my my wife watches football with me, but she, when it comes to the Savvy Cup steps, she, I should really stop talking about it because it's over her head. <laughs> and she's right. I really, me talking to the TV is not going to help. The, uh, it's not going to change what ha- what they say. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the other thing, yeah. I, yeah. No, please go ahead. <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to set the record straight, and it cracks me up, folks. All right. They keep on saying, you know, um, <laughs> some people keep on saying that, you know. Brian Hoyer is now eligible for the CBA for the, for the practice squad because of the COVID rules. He was always going to be eligible under the new CBA. The COVID rules, if COVID never happened, Brian Hoyer could be on, could be on would be eligible for the practice squad. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, I, I, um, I don't know. It's clearly I've tweeted it out several times. The the 
the, 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 the phrasing in the CBA, took screenshots. Why people still report it that way, I, I don't know. I have nothing to say. I can't, I got nothing. I got nothing for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 um, so those are the two things I wanted to get off to set the record straight about Mike. I do. Um, I did want to say one more, a couple more podcast only tidbits. All right. Please All right, do. So okay. So as you well know, Ronnie Parkinson has signed his deal. Right. And he's in the third round. Okay, as a third round pick, what they were negotiating, they weren't negotiating his signing bonus. They weren't negotiating his 2021 salary, which is going to be $660,000. Mm-hmm. They were negotiating on his 2022 salary. They were negotiating how much his 2023 salary was going to be. And because of the 25% rule, which means basically isn't how much, the limits how much a rookie salary can increase from one year to the next. By arguing over the 2023, negotiating over the 23,000, you were also negotiating in as a 2024 salary. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, right, if he maxed out, his 2024 salary would have been $1.3 million. $1.3 million. He actually got $1.25 million. All right? So it's a $50,000 difference. Right. right. No one's reported that. I want to make sure I, I said that on this podcast because I like being podcast only thing. All right. And I sh- well, where we did just did a, we talked about a 53 million roster pro- roster projection. All right. Mm-hmm. I would want one guy who might we have a guy not do we have any players who have reporting bonus, but we do have a guy who has a roster bonus due on August 15th. All right, which is a couple two days before the first cutdown. That's Kyle Davis. He's due a twelve thousand five hundred dollar roster bonus. In the scheme of things, that twelve thousand five hundred doesn't matter. All right, it's immaterial. But it'd be interesting to see if he cut, if he gets cut before or after that, before that date. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> And so, Patriots fans, we might be through your work week, but it's not quite time to put a bow on the week that was just yet. Don't forget, keep a sharp eye on the Locked On Patriots Twitter account for instructions on sending in your questions to have them answered here on a special weekend edition of the Locked On Patriots mailbag. And to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as Spotify, the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend, the Pat's Cap himself, Miguel Benzon, for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until next time, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.